Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist that believes in exercise, wants to make some money, and wants to provide the absolute best care for your patients? Well, then you are in the right place. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio, where we talk about the Clinic Gym hybrid model, which is combining the best parts of healthcare with active care and fantastic exercise programs to get patients the best care they can while helping you make more money in this game. This is Clinic Gym Radio, and I'm Dr. Josh Satterley. I'm excited for you to be here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting, um, amazing, incredible, uh, ecstatic episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, and hopefully I can be ecstatic uh, as well today, uh, Dr. Josh Satterley. And luckily, I'm here with the doctor of uh, follow-up and CRM communication, Ross Walker. Ross, how are you, buddy? I am just peachy. That that may be the first time I've got doctorate in an intro before. Completely yeah, well, false, but you know I like that. Bill Cosby has an uh, honorary doctorate from like Harvard or Yale, so I feel like if he's got one, you can have one too. Yeah, why not? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And no student loans to get it. That was the best part. Ooh, that is, that is interesting because that, that may violate everything our country's about right now. Anyways, we'll really <laughs> Uh, yeah. So Ross, uh, you are a guy in the marketing and automation space, uh, but we're talking to a bunch of people who may not know what that means. Can you give a super basic idea of what you do day to day and what you help companies with? Yeah. Super, going super basic, but hopefully straight to the pain point. I work with a lot of companies that sell usually high ticket, higher touch types of things. And imagine everything that you forgot last week. Imagine if that didn't get forgotten. And if every good idea you had in marketing got put into place and then never went away, that's what I do. We try to take all those good ideas and all those things that slip through the cracks, put them in a nice system that's automated, and they just happen every time. So if I was driving down the street on the way to my office on Monday and I thought, you know what I want to do? I want to send a text message to every single one of my patients on their birthday with a picture of me that says, happy birthday. And then the people that have spent more than $5,000 at my office, I want to send them a birthday card. And I have that idea. I show up on Monday and I forget it by my second appointment of the day. <laughs> You're the guy that comes in, helps me remember that on Monday. Yep. And Tuesday, when I said, you know how I set up that birthday thing, you know, be sweet as an anniversary uh, alert to send my wife flowers the week before our anniversary. I had that thought Tuesday. You can make both those things happen and happen forever. You got it. We'll turn it on, make it happen forever. To almost to the point where people will say, dude, you've been sending me the same card for 17 years. What's going on? But yeah. that's a great problem to but have. But you could set up an alert every year for me to change it so they never there got we the go. wiser, right? We'll get you a reminder that says, we need a new picture, Josh. Yeah. Give me a new picture. Ross is so good that he can actually have a, a system that checks the court records to see if you got divorced to kill the automation of send your wife, now ex-wife, flowers. So you don't get paid, you don't get hit for another 55 bucks when things aren't going well, right? Bingo. We'll just check yeah. that. <laughs> You're that amazing. All right, well, that's a high-end automation, but uh, there's a lot of... Uh, silly little ones that get forgotten or like birthday cards. I'm just using that as one example. Um, but in any office, uh, there's a, literally thousands of things that can be automated and you're the guy that kind of works those out, right? Exactly. Yep. Fantastic. Now, Ross, you, uh, you don't really interact with the customers of any of the businesses that you work for, correct? Heavens no. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Heavens no. 
<laughs> if you're going to rely on me to interface with your customers, you have much bigger problems. You won't have customers. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Sales prevention. That's what I'm really good at. That's great. <laughs> but you have uh, literally experienced everything from, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, small business. I'm talking like a one person dental office all the way up to um, a fairly famous marketing consultant who would see millions of dollars of sales every week. Yep. All right. Everywhere in between from those, one of the funnest ones I have, honestly, they are a rocket manufacturer. They make parts for Boeing. They make parts for nuclear bombs and the disposal of nuclear waste um, to the one man show doctors and everything in between. Awesome. Man, if I was that guy uh, that I would, every time my wife asked me to do anything, I'd be like, babe, listen, doesn't take a rocket scientist to do the laundry, okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> doesn't take a rocket scientist to unload the dishwasher baby doll. <laughs> Just do that. Yeah, it probably wouldn't last long. Anyways, uh, so Ross, when you hear people, let's start out with this. When you hear people say, that's great, Ross, but my business is, is different. different. <laughs> what exactly. goes through your mind at that moment? After, shortly after I hit them in the side of the head. <laughs> right. Compose myself again, I'm like, Okay, your business might be different, but if your customers are still human, that's right. what matters. Yes, you are selling something different, but if you're selling to someone with a heartbeat and two eyes, mm-hmm. they still want to be treated like good people. They still have the same psychological triggers and buying decisions all the way from changing your oil to buying a new Boeing jet and everything in between. It's the people on the other end, it's not about you. So if I took out the product that you're selling and the description of it, many of the systems that you build look eerily similar. Yeah, that would be, that would probably be put me out of a job if everyone realized how similar these things really are. Okay. They really are. All right. Well, let's go back a little bit because I always love the backstory. Uh, now I would say that you're well-respected uh, as an expert in this field. People look at you. You're um, certainly, uh, uh, I know that you're making one software supplier that we both use. Uh, you make them hustle for their money. <laughs> they they got to they gotta push out because of you. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure that that, it wasn't always like that. You weren't always at the point of the spear. Can right. you go back and, and go back to when you were, I'd love to hear how you're first interested or introduced to marketing automation and thought, holy crap, like this has some power. This has some juice. And by the yeah. way, real quick, marketing automation, it can be as simple as like MailChimp. MailChimp is a form of marketing automation, right? Yep. And it yep. goes up to like in, I'm going to name some software so people might know it. ClickFunnels, Infusionsoft, Lead Pages, all the way up to something called Salesforce, which is, I hope nobody listening to this has to deal with that because you don't do anything <laughs> Salesforce for less than 20 grand. Yep. Uh, but it's all those type of Zapier. I'm trying to think of other things that people might have heard of. ConvertKit. What are some other names? Um, you, you got the big ones right there. Lead Pages is still, that, that gets floating around. Yeah, Drip. Uh, yeah, Drip. Yeah. I think you uh, probably got them all. So if you're using those type of things or heard people talk about that, Ross is the kind of guy that coordinates that in a high level effort, but go back to back when you were cranking up the back of the computer to get it to work and how you got introduced to this. Um, I'll, I'll contain it. I have a fun story, but I'll contain mostly the marketing automation. I'd, uh, I'd sold the company, believe it or not, and retired and one of my friends came up and he's like, hey, you seen those like startup competitions where you do the startup and if they like it, they pick you and maybe 10 of the companies and they fund you and go like that. He had a really cool idea. And I'm like, that's a fun idea. We should try that. And he's like, help me take this through the startup. 
thing, the, the accelerator. And we, we applied and we won. We got some funding. And long story short, I'm trying to at least, we'd had a developer that we paid and was creating this thing that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I was um, acting as the CEO and, and working on the marketing too. And I went to a local marketing, a mo- local social media marketing event. And the guy down on the stage was flipping through some slides and he's like, and you could do this and this and this. And if you get really crazy, you could look at something like Infusionsoft, but that's not for most of you. And he moves on. And, and if you say that, that's like, okay, challenge accepted. What are you talking about? I'm like, I need to know what Infusionsoft is now, right? So went home that night and a good friend of mine's like, yeah, you should check it out. You're really going to like this. I'm like, how come you didn't tell me before? So anyway, I look at it and I look at it and I'm like, holy cow, this is really powerful. And I discovered a, a software called Fix Your Funnel. And between the two of them, and it was my first exposure to them, in about three hours, I had recreated all the functionality of this software business that we were taking through the accelerator. <laughs> I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. I should have been excited. I'm like, this is horrible. And I, I called up our board of director. who was at the time it was board of director. And I'm like, um, <laughs> easy, Dave, easy to get on the phone at that point. Yeah. I'm like, we got to talk. And he's like, what's wow. going on? I'm like, look, look at this and this. And he's like, Oh, well that is interesting. So Needless to say, we, we wrapped up that business in a good way for everybody. And, and then I moved forward. But because of that, uh, getting into Infusionsoft, I'm like, from my previous marketing experience, this is what was lacking. Like you would set up great things for people. And as soon as you handed it to a human, everything died. Yeah. So by being able so to- So nobody in the accelerator, like the higher ups that selected you guys as the winners and stuff, they didn't look at this and go, that's a great idea. But you know, it's being done by other companies right now. They told, they, they had no idea that this was wow. already being done. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, that's funny. Like you had a million dollar balloon floating there and you just like hit it with a needle. And yeah, <laughs> like, like we could continue to go, but wow, these guys right. are developing way faster. So, all right. So, so you get exposed to this and you're like, man, there's power here. Uh, now fast forward to the first time that you could honestly say, I would love to hear the story of when you applied it to a business and dramatically change what was happening. Not just kind of like everybody's getting a welcome campaign or everybody's yeah. getting, a, you know, they know who, what my dog's name is now and have a picture of it. Like when you truly put it in, it was jet fuel, you know? You know, a lot of the, a lot of the first companies that we had at that point, they were, that I was working with, they were still building their list. So yeah. they would suddenly start building a list and they were excited about that. That was good. They're like, oh, that's really cool. But how does it go to money? And we would slowly start trickling in some money. But the first time that I was like, dude, that was awesome, was actually with uh, Laurel Langmeyer. Um, okay. Worked with her. And, and for she people had, don't know that name, um, yeah, author, what, what, what would they call him now? Influencer? Influencer got a, yeah. a whole stack of New York Times bestsellers and she helps people with, with money and business. Okay. Um, cool. And she had a section of her email list that was just really, really old, like, neglected old, right? No one had been in that position for a while. And, and she said, got this many people over here. What would you do? I'm like, oh, all right. And I was working with two friends, Brent and John at the time mm-hmm. and came together and like, let's do this. And in keeping all the secrets secret, but in less than a week, we generated a very substantial amount to their bottom line. And I was like, 
that was the coolest. And it, it was just because you reached back out to someone who hadn't been touched for a long time mm-hmm. in an honest, authentic way and said, hey, we haven't talked for a while, but you should know what we're up to. You want to you jump in with us? So can you give us a rough number of folks that were on that list? Would this tens be tens of, of thousands, thousands? Tens of thousands. Tens Not of thousands. hundreds of thousands, but tens of thousands. Okay. And, uh, and to her, that was less, I'm going to guess less than like 10% of her total list. Yeah, it was probably. Well, the reason I'm asking you is, so yeah, if I'm a local chiropractor and I go, hey, I've had 2,500 patients over the last five years. Oh, but you know yeah. What? I haven't reached out to the f- people I saw the first three years, but luckily I have their email address as part of my EMR or blah, blah, blah. If people could pull that out and go, hey, I know we haven't seen each other in X amount of years. Uh, would it be interested? The, yeah. Again, back to the, there is, no business is truly different. That would allow me to actually make some ducats, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. And that was just as simple as just bringing up a topic that you know they're interested in, but sort of new, or that's a buzzword that they hadn't been educated about. Right. That's all it took. And the great news is when, what I've learned about the marketing piece is if you contact those people, they're stale, you know, you got to clear the cobwebs off their names and email addresses, but let's say that nothing happens. You're exactly where you are now. They're You're not exactly even. <laughs> yeah. So the worst you could do is get back to zero. The best yep. you could do is let's say 10% of them. So if I'm saying that was 10% of my 25 hours, so I send an email out or whatever, find some method and you probably have better methods to contact 250 people. If 5% of them come in, what is that? 10% would have been 25. So that's 13 people. Yeah. I'm sure with most chiropractors, that's going to improve the next month. Exactly. It just, that small amount. And we, we were somewhat aggressive mm-hmm. and, and we went with two emails and both of them repeated the exact same call to action says, you might be interested. If you are, you have to fill out this application and then we'll see if you can get on the phone with one of our specialists. So we like, we, we'd neglected them for way too long. And then yeah. we made it a hard, full of friction type of thing that they had to do, fill out an application. And then maybe, I mean, it was some tough posturing. This is like in the Simpsons where it's like, meet the man who shook the hand of Burt Reynolds. You know? <laughs> it's exactly. You're not going to talk to Laura, but you're going on an application to talk to one of her, you know, associates. Yeah. And, the, and the best lesson, especially for the people that you work with, Josh, is, is I can't, it was somewhere around half of those people that purchased did not buy what we asked them to buy, but they got on the phone. They just had a reinvigorating conversation and said, yeah, you know, really what I've been, what I wanted to do or what I've been thinking about and having someone getting the appointment on the phone, they're like, oh, well, you know what would be a really good fit is something else we have. So this is, I send out an email saying, hey, do you have back pain? We're doing this screening on back pain and I get the person on the phone. They're like, I know you sent about back pain. You guys don't take care of headaches, do you? Me and my sister have been dying from headaches lately and blah, blah, you know, like, well, yeah, of course we do. You know? Yep. At any time, there's 2% of the people ready to buy what you have. Yeah. Anytime. And just reaching out. All right. So uh, I don't know where we should go from here because I really want to dig into that piece, the the reaching out. But here's my premise, Ross, for the bulk of this, the rest of this conversation. Yeah. I don't know about other industries, but the industries I deal in, the gym industry and the chiropractic industry there is no shortage of uh, less than desirable people and some desirable people who will promise that uh, they will run Facebook ads in your honor 
and that uh, you will soon need to replace the carpet in your office from all the people who are going to swarm it and wear out the carpet, wear out your table, and it'll be like uh, you'll have cardboard boxes of cash uh, that you will use to build your next office, you know, and yep. it's just money, 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 people coming in. But what they don't tell you is that, and this is my experience. If you run a Facebook ad and you get people to respond and you leave it at that point, that the chances of you getting a new patient into your office from running a Facebook ad are pretty close to the definition of absolute zero. But the problem that nobody talks about is if you get those people to respond and then you do nothing, they don't like you. Yeah. They got vulnerable with you and then you let them go, you know? Yep. So can we dive into that for a second and, and what you've learned? And if you want to pepper in some of the current business you're doing, cause you're really close to this market in that current business, right? Yeah. Yes, we are. Awesome. Yeah. So just to double, double stamp, I'll make it fast on what you did. Yeah. I mean, I can get all the attention in the world, just streak down the middle of my neighborhood and everyone will look, but it doesn't mean it's going to evolve anything. Yes. Getting a click, getting someone interested with a good offer, that's getting easier, but it's still not the easiest thing in the world. I don't believe all those people that offer, hey, I can fill, like, whatever, whatever. Um, Because nine times out of 10, people don't have a good follow-up system anyway. Mm -hmm. And in working, um, so I, I don't do a lot with gym owners, but doctors, yes, very much so with doctors, chiropractors, functional therapists, those guys. Um, if you can get them, get the person's attention with a good offer and what you just said, there's an extra level of vulnerability when I'm talking about my body an injury and illness, it's literally a weakness and exposing weaknesses is something I've always been told is a bad thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I went the extra mile to even reach out and admit that I'm having whatever issue that I want some help with. You can't just do it business as usual. So through some trial and error, through maybe some dumb luck, a couple of things that we've picked up is number one is immediate response. If they've got themselves to the place where they're willing to admit and to talk, go ahead and you got to follow up quick is number one. And it's not just bots. Bots are cool. Yay. But make, let a bot be a bot. Let a human be a human. And this is a part where a human needs to step in. Um, one One of the most important things you can do is just flat out ask, hey, is this the time that you need to take care of this? Or on a one to 10, how motivated are you? And if it's anything below a seven, it does not get any further. It, it just doesn't. We, we okay, still so acknowledge them and we communicate with them, but not the same. Just for some context here, if I run an ad and I say, do you want to lose 20 pounds? You're saying that most humans be like, ah, forget this ad. But the person that says, you know what? I do need to lose 20 pounds. I'm pretty disappointed in myself, blah, blah, beat themselves up a little bit and enter their information. Now it goes to you. The worst thing you can do is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Unfortunately, oh right? Cause then they're going to be like, you're just like everybody else. You're like my stepdad. You don't like me. Ah! Right. Yep. Uh, and you, but, and you hurt your industry too. Right. By, by not responding, you hurt you and everybody else. You are the stereotypical thing they thought you would be. Right. Yep. But you're saying if I, if that person, I put out an ad, person submits their info and it comes in at 10.01 a.m. on Thursday, how oh. soon do I want to respond to that person and go, hey, I know you responded. Cool. I'm here for you. You got less than five minutes. Five minutes. Less than five minutes. And, and, and we, we've timed this. We've monitored it. 
And there is a humongous change from that five to seven minute right there. It, it drops off massively. But in five minutes, if you reply really, really well, you'll get it. And, and I have a doctor that gets 90% of those people in his office. 90%. From an ad with a response to in his office. Yep. They responded okay. and they rated themselves seven, eight, nine, or 10. And they said, yes, this is the time. This is my motivation scale. The ones they get, they, ones they get in five minutes, 90% of those show up Holy to the smokes. appointment. I hope that somebody listening just needed to pull their car over to the side of the road. Cause what Ross said should be, you should feel like the earth is shaking and you should hear that. What sounds like the sound of the ocean in your ears right now from, <laughs> you know, the world should be changing. So based on that, Ross, I mean, just as a, I should not be running ads 24 hours a day. I should be at, running ads that are in time with when me or my staff or my team can actually respond to the people that do opt in. Yes, I, mean, I ads at 8 a.m. and I go, okay, yeah. listen, I have from 5 to 6 p.m. set aside and call people back. What you're saying is I'm going to have a whole lot less than, what, 50% of a chance yeah. with those people? Oh, way, way less. Drops, like if you go, when you, once you've hit that hour, you're, you're at best 30%. Wow. Yeah, it, it's just horrible. And you're talking for some people that have a really good system. Yeah. That's 30%. I mean, even if you have 30%. all the things dialed in, shit. So we're probably looking at 10 to 15 if, we're, if this is our first time building a system. Yeah. Whew, okay. And, and right, so first, I don't want to, like, we can go down this path forever. But. <laughs> I, I've got a little bit more I can share with you. Yeah, so number um, one is immediate response. Immediate. It's got to be right now. Okay. And, and, and that is text message and phone. So what we, what we do, and I'll keep it somewhat general here, they're, they're expect. I mean, they were on the internet. They're expecting an email. It's almost the point where like, like that's going to be there. They expect that. So you do need to send that. And you can okay. send that 24 hours a day because there are people sitting up late at night and they're going to need, they just want that confirmation. Yep. They got my information. Boom. There's so some sort of lead magnet. Hey, here's your guide to losing 20 pounds in, in uh, four and a half days. There it is right there. Right. Yeah. Cut off your right leg. Yep. Oh, sorry. Cut off right leg. <laughs> and then the next one needs to be, Hey, we got your message. And, and this is where I say you can run Facebook, our Facebook ads after hours, but only if huge disclaimer here, only if you do the following, you need to know that it's after hours and you have to send another message that says, so glad you saw our ad, anxious to work with you. We're not in the office right now, but let me reframe my expectations. You're going to hear from us within the first hour of the next business day. If you need something else, you know, I can reply, blah, 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 blah. But we, we frame it that way and just say, we, you caught us when we're home with our family, just like you are with yours. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. But at least acknowledge them. For you going, acknowledge hey, them. Yeah. So the emails are there. And then a text message. If it's, again, we have a little analysis. The data's there. You know what time of day it is. And you're running ads locally. So you know the time zone. And you send a message that says, Josh, got your request. Looks like you want to meet. I'll be calling you within the next five minutes from this phone number. Is that still good? Or would you rather text? So they don't have an option, pick up or don't pick up. Do you want to accept my call? Or would you rather text? Because some of them are at work. They weren't supposed to be Facebooking at work, but they did. They're like, actually, and it's, um, it's been a while since I looked at last time it was trending at just over half the people said text is better, but they reply. So this is where everything hangs. 
is you need to have someone at the desktop. You need to have it on your phone and you get alerted. You just sent a text or you just got a text back. Wow. And then someone, there's a chain of command. This person's the first person to get it. They reply. If they're not working that day, then this person does it. But there's hardcore. And again, the the 90% of that I have, they have a chart. It's this person, then this person, then that person. Well, that, so, I mean, what you're saying too, is I can reduce the cost of my ads by probably 50 to 75% if I improve the work that my team does. Yeah. You could spend a lot less and just get better follow-up. Cause if I'm getting 90%, I mean, I've run ads where I'm getting 5% and I'm excited. So if homeboy's getting 90%, (laughs) that dude is, (laughs) this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So immediate response. And if you can't do immediate response because of hours, send a message, just acknowledge the fact that you're there, that you heard them, you heard their mayday signal and uh, you're going to do something about it. And then, oh, by the way, you actually have to do something about it the next day. Yeah. You really do need to actually do that. And someone gets to be the point on there because pretty much any good system, like the ones we use, it mm-hmm. will timestamp every action. So right. later someone else goes through and says, they texted back to us at 1030. Guys, we didn't reply until 11 o'clock. What, what yeah. happened here? Why, why yeah. did or didn't we? Yeah. And if you want to really, and, and be aware that a lot of these people are going to think it's automated. They will text back and say, are you really live or is this a human? And yeah. When you do that, you suddenly exceeded their expectations. Now it's the opposite. You've now leveled yourself up. You are the pinnacle of your industry. They're like, oh my gosh, he really is there. They're really wow. there. Oh, wow. I get that a few times. They're like, who is this? I'm like, it's Josh. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Call me right now. <laughs> oh, that's fine. They almost, oh, I was calling your bluff. You called mine. Yeah. I always called the squirrels like in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where they're like, how do you shell so many nuts? And he's like, I have a team of squirrels and they're, you know, they're shelling all the nuts. And I think that's what people think is going on. Like there's just squirrels at a keyboard, but the squirrels. Yep. All right. All right. So we have that, that process. I run an ad immediate response or a timely message and then immediate response the next day. Yeah. What, what other tidbits and nuggets do you, uh, have you learned through your deep dive into this? The, the number one thing we're, we're trying to do is get them on the phone. So whatever it takes, usually that text message, that's why we say, we're going to call you or is texting better, but we really do want to talk if we can. But then Ross, get, this is 2019, my man. Right? People don't use the phone. They don't use the phone. Man. It's amazing how many will. Okay. Because I'm that guy too. But yeah. because you texted me and then you called me from the same number, now it's no longer a weird number for me. I'm like, oh yeah, I was just texting this number. Okay. And, and the reason that we want to get them on the phone, there's a magic question that you ask because when you fill out the form. Pause really quick. Yeah. So by the way, everybody listening, when you're looking for a text message service to do this, you probably want one that offers you a phone number instead of like a five digit short code. So like oh. when it's like, oh, uh, you know, text, uh, I hate money to 446666. That's not going to be as effective as Ross saying, hey, this is Ross. Here's my phone number. I'm going to call you from this. Because you can't yeah. call from a short code. Like, no. So, all right. So, got to be 10 digits. Got to be your area code. You got to be able to pick your phone number. Diabolical, man. Code. Yeah, that, all right. This is where it gets annoying. There's a lot of details here, but this is what, exactly what I wanted to talk about because we're so far away from the ad running and yet we are to the point where we're starting to make money with this, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. okay. So, then it's, 
hey, uh, uh, I'm going to call you and your goal is to get them on the phone. We're hoping to get them on the phone. And before you go to the magic question, yeah. just for people out there going, well, I texted Ross and they didn't respond to the first one. Can you offer them some grace as to what you see as how many attempts or what it takes to get on the phone on average in the different industries? Or if you know the doctor one, because yeah. not everybody's going to pick up or they don't respond to the first text, right? No, no, not everyone responds to the first text. Yeah. Sometimes I hit on my wife seriously like seven or eight times before she agreed to go on a date with me. And the first three, I don't even think she knew I was hitting on her. She'll admit <laughs> that today. And I don't know how she resisted the next four, but she did. But hey, <laughs> here I am, married, beautiful kids, lovely wife, happy house. Yep. So don't worry. It happens to all of us, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And, and in between, so if they, they may not text the first time, and, but at least we got them in the first five minutes. So now mentally, we're, we're top of the game with them. They're like, hey, they're responsive. That goes a long way to earning my trust with the doctor. Sure. And then, you know, that same business day, an hour or so later, you know, first of all, even if they, even if they don't reply to text, we still fulfill our promise of, we're going to call you in the next five minutes. So we do. Mm-hmm. And there's a script of the voicemail you leave. It's exact. Hey, we saw your request for this type of consultation. We sent you a text. This is the voicemail to follow up. Give us a call back. We'll be in touch. And then you continue to text, a combination of texting and calling until you can get a hold of them or they die. One of the two. Um, at some point, you'll have enough leads that after, say, three days, mm-hmm. I, I consider them dead. They must have fallen in a ditch somewhere. Okay. You've got enough. But now they're in your email list. You don't ignore them. Now they're going to a succession of emails or other things that can happen. But they won't be hourly texting after a couple of days. All right. So let's say that we're successful. We get them on the phone. Yes. And they, oh, uh, uh, hello. Uh, hi. <laughs> hey. And first, just acknowledge them. Josh, so glad to speak with you. Then you got to build the history. You know, you filled out that question. Or you, filled, you saw the, our ad online for a free consultation. Appreciate you taking a second to do that. I'm looking at your questions that you answered here. And, you know, you just, there's a point where you might describe your symptoms or pain. Looks mm-hmm. like you're experiencing this, this, this. Now, again, I'm not a doctor, Josh, so I can't do much that way. But I did notice something, and here's your magic question. On the motivation scale, Josh, you answered eight. Yeah, yeah I did. Right. Well, Josh, why not six? Well, uh, I don't know. This is becoming a bigger issue than it has been in the past. Like, my foot is really hurting. More than it ever has before? Well, it, it hurt like this about eight years ago and I had to stop running a marathon and I told myself I never let it hurt that much again and it's starting to get there. So, it, but more than it has in the last couple of years, yeah. I can, uh, now I see why it's an eight. We got to get you in here. My next opening's Thursday. What do you say? But the, you, you always ask, <laughs> yeah, what do we got today, right? Yeah. Um, whatever they rate, you ask, why not? And you pick a lower number. And okay. now they are selling you why they have to get in there. You don't ask why, why, why didn't you give it a 10? I'm like, no, why, why didn't you go lower? And now Josh, you're selling me of why you need my services. Okay. Maybe you said it out loud and I just agreed with you. That sounds like we got to get you in here. And man, does Ross understand me? Right. You know? He listened and the great, yeah. again, I'm not the doctor, but I am the make the maker of the calendar. So I have the doctor's attention. So what do you All say? Right. Thursday, blah, blah, blah. Get it. Right, so let's say today is, uh, Tuesday okay. and that I have an appointment on Thursday. Right. 
Any other steps you recommend between now and then? Yeah. We, so, we agree to a three o'clock on Thursday. Three o'clock on Thursday. Um, and this is the part that I, I don't, I can't track these stats, which does drive me nuts. I recommend that the doctor always give them homework of some sort. Okay, I need you to gather up medical tests. I need you to take a picture of, I need you to bring a food diary, a pill, di- I don't know. I tell them, like, give them any homework you can see. Three pairs of running shoes. I, I've seen this yeah. before, yeah. Yeah, bring it, uh, get anything together. Yeah. And then, of course, there is the, hey, we got your appointment scheduled. As soon as you hang up, you get the email. We got you scheduled. The day before the appointment, there's an email. The morning of the appointment, there's an SMS again from the same number we've been communicating this whole time. So, hey, Ro- uh, hey Ross, looking forward to our appointment at three o'clock today. If you have any issues, call this number because it's going to go through to them, right? Yep. And, I, and if possible, I always tried to find a question. It took me forever to think of the most obvious question on that one, Josh. Like I struggled for weeks. And now I say, hey, we've got an appointment today at three. Looking forward to seeing you. Do you need directions? And by leaving it open-ended, people can't stand the loop and they will reply, no, I'm good. Or yes, I do. And then we can shoot them an image of the front of the building or the Google map thing. But I got them to reply also helps the show up rate. I know that you know that we're going to see each other. Yeah, that's interesting that you, uh, two things I want to cover there because number one, I mean, that's exactly what you would do for a person you truly care about. Like if, if you're like, grandma, we just moved into a new house. We're having a housewarming. I'd love to have you come over. I would probably confirm with her, hey, you guys are still coming over Saturday, right? And then the day of, by the way, grandma, do you have, uh, you know, do you know how to get to our house? Here's, I probably wouldn't send a Google map link to her, but, <laughs> but I might give her some directions or something somehow, you know, and I would probably send a picture like, yeah. Hey, this is what it looks like. It's the blue one. It's the fourth one down from the big tree, blah, blah, blah. You know, like park on the North. It's the third door in. Oh, okay. But people don't do that with their customers. They treat them like bags of money, right? They go, you know, coming at three. I'm, you know, this is Josh. I'm confirming your appointment today at this time, period. No question. No, can I help? No offer of anything. Just like, hey, you're doing it and you're going to pay us. Please be, I always love the ones where they, like the doctor's offices, I, I, went to see a doctor one time and I got a text. I'm like, Oh, that's different. Please uh, be 10 minutes before your appointment, which I go, all right, well then why'd you make the appointment for three? <laughs> that, that's your problem, not mine. And yep. then it said, please uh, be ready to provide prompt payment and present your insurance card. I'm like, <laughs> my God, like, can you suck any more joy out of this visit? Not that it was for a joyous event, but like, yeah. I don't know how prostitution works, but I feel like they at least give you some leeway here. You're where I'm not even in your office and you're asking me for money. I'm like, my God, like, you know, Uh, I did not see this podcast heading that way, but yeah, but it was funny because I'm like, Oh my God, they're so far ahead of the game with this technology. Like I literally got a text. Yeah. But they were so far behind the curve with the approach. And it's like, again, like both those things need to happen for this to be successful. Hey, are you looking for the best exercise equipment available? Well, I think that you got to check out Perform Better. PerformBetter.com is a huge supporter of everything that is the Clinic Gym Hybrid. You know, they are actually one of the biggest supporters of the FMS and the SFMA program. And I can't say enough great things about their three-day summit. So if you're interested in some education every summer, they do their three-day summits in Orlando, Chicago, Providence, and Long Beach. 
Long Beach is my favorite. That's where I go. But the speakers there will absolutely blow your mind. So check out performbetter.com, whether you need bands, minivans, equipment, flooring, or their 3D design capabilities. I think it's fantastic stuff. So check out performbetter.com. Can you kind of illustrate the open-ended question thing? Because I have a feeling that came, you're, you have a nice, you have a gorgeous beard <laughs> these days, Ross. But I have a feeling underneath that beard is a chin that's taken a couple Oh my gosh. A couple blows to the chin is screw ups or education, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, how'd you come up with the open-ended question as the solution? Um, a, f- a few reasons, a few different things. Number one is if you just say it, number one, you could feel like Josh did like, I'm just getting pimped out here. Yeah. But number two, when people reply, that's the extra thing that we were looking for. We're always looking for something to stand out and letting them one know we were human and two, having any sort of relationship before they show up mm-hmm. was huge. And that, that helps to show up, right? Even if it wasn't important, but they had a conversation because that's the place, like you have email, you talk to everybody in the world, Facebook is everyone, but SMS, if you look through the top 10 of your SMS, right now they're friends and family. Those are intimate people. And psychologically, if you and I connect there, I kind of bring that into our relationship. If I'm nice and we get to talk there, somehow I earn a little bit more trust. So asking a question instead of demanding a, pay, demanding a response, it, it just helped. It's hard to chart, but I can tell you it works. I'll tell you one that happened to me yesterday or two days ago that I'm just like, I can't believe I have this feeling. So I got a text, hey, this is so-and-so from the Bernie 2020 campaign for Bernie Sanders. There's a rally this Saturday. Are you able to attend? Now, A, it's a text. I don't, I don't know how they got my number. B, yep. they're asking an open-ended question, right? Like, and I, I didn't want to go down the path of, yes, you know, and they see it down. But then I said, stop, because I have a, my gut instinct was this is automated. Yep. I, so I reply, stop, and hit reply. Now, I got one of these like three months ago from a different campaign. When I hit stop, it says, you have been opted out. It gives you that like official wording. Yeah. This one, the lady says, no problem. I'll take you off the list. Uh, let me know if you want to participate in the future. And I was like, oh, and I responded to her. Okay, thank you. Now, I'm pretty far, politically, I'm pretty far away from Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to go further than 180 degrees and be further. Because like, <laughs> one actually brings you closer. So, yep. but I'm pretty far away from him. But the way that she responded to me, I said like, oh, wow, they actually have it together. And if I were to uh, completely change my political persuasion, I would work with this woman. Not, I didn't care if she's with Bernie Sanders or, or who she's with, but I was just surprised. Like, okay, there's actually a person. This kind of goes to your earlier point. There's actually a person on the other end of this and I want to work with a person, you know? So it was interesting because I was like, I do not believe in the product, although I believe in this relationship-based marketing. So it was awesome. That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad to hear that someone's doing it well. That, that yeah. is such a relief. I just didn't want it to be Bernie Sanders. <laughs> just why them? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, all right. So, so, you, so you, you, you have this method and for people. So we run an ad, we get some leads. You got to respond immediately. I mean, as fast as you can respond yeah. Is as fast as you, I mean. There is no too fast. Right. Like a, by the time you get the ping, it's probably a minute has been burned, right? Between integrations and whatnot. Yeah. By the time it gets passed through systems and then gets to them. Yeah. Yeah. So you're already on the clock. 
And then you want to respond and you want to respond as you were talking to a human, right? Yes. Okay. Gotta be. And the end goal of that immediate response, and maybe it takes two or three or five of them, is to get them on the phone. Yep. Correct? And there, there is some that will want to schedule by text. I'm not going to shut the door in your face. If you want to schedule, that's fine. Yeah. But we do know that if we get the chance to talk, your show up rate is better. Okay. And you're saying you can get show up rates above 50%. I yes. mean, 90, you sound like you're anti-gravity boots there, homeboy, but I'll believe you. Yeah. And that was sustained over 60 days worth of metrics that we looked at. And then once they agree to the appointment, don't just take it at face value. Continue to, uh, what are you going to say? Build the relationship, deposit to the relationship, provide a picture, provide a, a map link, ask them, do you need directions the day of, right? Yep. yep. Awesome. All right. If you, uh, not, not all of my clients will do this and, and you'll see why, but if you have a front office staff who is both willing and able to subject themselves to a picture, take a picture of them just kind of happy, fun, happy there at the front desk and on the appointment reminder says, I'll be looking forward to seeing you. I'll be the one hiding behind the front desk, dash Susie. And now they wow. even have a face that they're going to see along with maybe the front door, but they're going to see Susie. And when they, they come in, they've already seen Susie. They're going to grin. They, they may be in pain, but like, Hey Susie, now they've got a leg up. They, they know a yeah. name. I have a safe person here, right? Yeah, this is, this is comfortable. I even saw Crazy. the desk. I know where I'm supposed to be. There's a little bit of extra comfort there. I love it. I love it, man. All right. So Ross, along those lines, yeah. if you were to build a chiropractic office, dental office, medical office, functional therapy office, any of those offices, uh, is there any way that you would change it based upon what you know about the marketing? Like you've been, you've been to bad offices, right? You've gone in and oh, had yeah. horrible experiences. Yeah. yeah. And you probably sit there and think like, I could, I could automate all one of you. <laughs> You're like that kid who wishes people into the cornfield. I could automate all of you away from here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but seriously, how would you design this to, f because the world has changed, except that we have these businesses that are like, well, this is how we did it. And this is how my dad did it. And his dad and the guy he worked for, and this is how we do it. And it's like, yeah, but they weren't dealing with automation and Zapier and click funnels and VoIPs yeah. and, and wireless, you know, I mean, like, except for power, damn near nothing needs a wire anymore, you know? Yeah. So anyways, any, any suggestions there at the front desk? Like, would you change to one of these apps like front or something like that versus a normal phone system? You know, one thing I'm thinking of, does it make more sense to have the person doing these phone calls in the back and do nothing but phone call, you know, like don't have a phone at the front desk, which is a crazy thought, but what a wild thought, right? Yeah, but let do the human things at the with humans. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of lot of little things that I would do. That one. I, I work with a lot of financial planners now, also, and and same thing. I'm like the front desk person. We don't we don't need someone anymore that just says how may I direct your call. Like that person, they should have their own phone number, and whoever they're dealing with should should have already been given that phone number either by email, by text, newsletter something else. They should already know that's who I need to contact. Be ahead of it before the problem comes up that they're going to call in and say, oh, I know who I'm going to call because it's- if I'm, if I'm dealing with Morgan Stanley and I've got $500,000 at Morgan Stanley, 
when I call, I'm always dealing with Ross Walker. There may be a thousand agents, but I'm always dealing with Ross Walker. Yep. So why don't I just have Ross's direct number, you're saying? Just come right to it. Yeah. Because you went to Gmail or your phone and you searched yeah. for Morgan Stanley and all the messages came from Ross Walker. And yeah. the phone number there is always the same phone number for Ross. You mm-hmm. can always get me phone by text. Um, anyone that's not doing text that I have, I have a guy that I work with and his right hand guy at the office says, Ross, I promise you, none of our clients are on social media. He swore up and down very passionately. None of our clients are on social media. I'm like, you're right. Cause there's someone else's clients right now and they are using texting and they are doing these things. They're just going with someone else. Yeah. The funnest thing ever was our first engagement doing some work for them. I think lead number 15 or 16 that I got them was a past client of theirs who'd left. And like, there you go. It was really fun. But yeah, um, that, that, those are some of the things I would change is. Yeah. It's a good thing that you're Mormon, dude, because you'd be like, listen, I don't know. There's, <laughs> like, there's you a great this. scene with Willem Dafoe where he wins a bet with this guy and he's like dictating him the drink that he likes, like scotch, high end scotch, one ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of lemon, you know, just like when that lead came through, like, listen, here it is. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go to that liquor store and you're going <laughs> to, this is what you're going to get at the top shelf. There'll probably be a glass case around it. Ask the guy to unlock it, reach in there, <laughs> bring that back, pour me a drink. And I will never mention this again. Exactly. Of these things. I may bring it up at every interaction we have, but anyway, every time. Yeah. So, so, uh, for people listening, like this recipe, as we said, like no business is different, although we all think it is. Yeah. Um, you worked for, I don't know if you want to mention names, but a very high end, well-known marketer, um, that, uh, four letters in his last name and, and you apply basically the same system to he was selling a marketing product. Right. And like, yeah. And how many people were you selling to? Like you saw it in this huge volume of people. Yeah. Right. With a team of people who are doing the follow-up texts and calls and all that. Yeah. Do the numbers from that hold about true for what you're seeing at these local offices? Totally do. And, and Frank's okay. Frank and I have talked okay. about it and we, we, it, it can be publicly discussed, but yes. What, okay. What we saw can with Frank. Give us some idea what the volume of contacts or, or, or leads were that you would try and work through the system. And then what the smallest version that holds the same numbers is. Ooh, that's a good one. No one's ever asked that, Josh. Thank you. Hey, it's my pleasure. I try and only come up with good questions. Yeah. Um, so the first, one of the first and biggest places we saw it with Frank was on a webinar. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just, I'm going to talk through this and you help me pick out the numbers that were important. Mm-hmm. So on this webinar, I don't remember what the product was, but he would get, um, you know, we, we just started asking for phone numbers to give reminders by text message so that they, an hour before and 15 minutes before the webinar. And just for some people who might not even know Frank Kern, but a monthly ad spend for this dude. Oh, million. Okay. So million we're plus. dealing in big numbers, huge audiences, expen- yeah. exposing it to everywhere USA, at least probably in other countries. Yeah. And this, and this one was, no, this one was both, this was both um, cold traffic and medium list too. So okay. yeah, he was going to both of these. Anyway, he'd have the, at this point, smaller, we would go five, 600 people registered to attend. Okay. Um, he could get 60%, 50, 60% of those to show up. So we're getting 300 people on a webinar. It's around 300 people. Off the webinar. Off the webinar. 
Um, and then the ones that would stay to the end, oh, what was he getting? Around 100, 100 okay. or just less than 100 would stick to the end, hear the pitch, and he would usually sell 20 to 30 of those. Okay. He would sign up off Frank's pitch. Tell us our price point here, roughly. Usually a thousand bucks. Okay. So we're seeing a, uh, uh, how long was the webinar? Hour and a hour to hour and a half. Okay. So we're getting a big chunk out of people's day. Oh yeah. They spent their calendar for sure. Yep. And we're getting them to part with a decent chunk of cash, a thousand bucks, right? That's not an easy pitch, but he's a master salesman. So really good. Better than most. That's about as good as you're going to see, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's up there. All right. Um, So you do that. Now, some people bought right away, I'm going to guess, but I'm going to guess that a bulk of people did not buy right away. Did not buy right away. So they heard the greatest salesman in the world. Yep. Did not buy at minute zero. Yeah. They were done. It was over. We'd wait about an hour. And at that point, we'd pretty much see all the sales we were going to see. Okay. He'd be in that 20 to 30 range right there on sales. And we're like, okay, that was cool. And then we would wait an additional 30 minutes. And then we would send out a text to anyone who did attend, but did not buy. Okay. So they didn't have to stay to the end. So we're, as long as they logged in, so we're back up to 200 mm-hmm. and then didn't see the pitch or whatever, didn't buy. We would text them and say, Hey, it's Ross from Frank Kern's office. Saw you enjoyed the webinar today. Did you have any questions? And they would say yes or no. And well, actually what they'd usually say is, is this a real human? Cause this was a couple of years ago. And more we, than 50% of them would say that. Yeah. More than half would just say, is this human? Prove it. And, and we <laughs> say, well, I saw the headline in today's news that was, and they're lucky you're Mormon because you could have <laughs> proved it in a very disturbing way. I'll tell you, I'm, yeah. <laughs> so after we, they were convinced this was human, mm-hmm. then we'd say, any questions? They're like, yeah, or, or whatever it was, yeah. whatever it was, they would reply and they say, Frank authorized me to give a special deal to anyone who's really interested in buying today. If that's you, I can tell you about the deal. But if not, I don't want to take any more time. So even when you're pitching them, you're leaving it open-ended. Yeah, leaving it way open-ended. Okay. And the fun, just to stop at this part right here, like Frank never likes to have humongous amounts of people. At this point, he didn't like to have a lot of people. I think there was maybe, I think seven people in his office mm-hmm. total. And they weren't all salespeople. There was- So he doesn't want a team of 200 making calls. He doesn't. He, he okay. didn't want to fill that calls. He didn't want that many people calling in or calling yeah. out. Yeah. But on the very first go round, the most inexperienced person at text message was handling 30 conversations fluidly. Just, just having on that, they used- fiction more conversations than original sales you made. Yeah. I mean, she can handle 30 da, 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 and keep on top of all of them with a good response rate. She didn't drop any conversations and, and she was the only one doing it at the time. And the first time we didn't beat Frank, we were kind of bummed. It was like 12 or 15 people that she closed that day. Now she closed so more. You only did about 58% improvement on sales by texting and calling. Exactly. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. We had, he made whatever it was, 30 grand. You guys only made another 18. Only another 18. Yep. Yeah. By the second webinar, we sold more. After that, we would no. sell more by texting. It, it slowly gained to, I think at the, at the peak, we were doubling his sales. So just for clarity, his sales never went down. No, his didn't go down. still get that 20-ish, 25, 30, maybe 10, whatever. Yeah. 
So he'd say consistent because he's, again, a great salesman. Awesome. But the, the follow-up system would beat the world's greatest sales guy. Yep. Just, yeah. just following Systems up. And it was, superheroes, as somebody once said. Like, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Ross, I know we're up against time. Do you have any, can you keep going or you got to go? I, got, I can take a few more minutes. I'm okay. Okay. So that's the biggest system you ever ran. Right? That, was a, that was a big, the highest number of people. Well, that other guy's was pretty close too. But okay. But we're talking million dollar ad spends, multiple webinars, like team of people in the back. I, I don't think anybody listening is going to go, okay, I'm going to hire seven people tomorrow and start spending a million on ads. But through that, you know, so let's take it down to like Main Street USA. Do you have anybody that you've worked with that you're like, this is a smaller scale, though the numbers and system still held true? Yeah. Yeah. We have um, the, the two that pop into mind. One of them is me. And then one um, is another one of my clients. I have a client that is an oil change shop, literally just an oil change shop. Okay. And then there's me, I'm, I'm helping financial planners fill up their dinner, their dinner seminars. Yeah. And I'm doing all the work on those ones. It's a done for you on that. But both of those, as soon as we get permission to text and we've shifted from email over to text messaging, that's when everything goes up. You just let them talk to a person at the right time and it's not, I mean, people think they're scared of having to have their phone on them. Like with the simple decision of, is it office hours or not? If it's mm-hmm. office hours, I can do this from the lake because I can answer here. I can do it anywhere I want. And I can answer quickly. You're going to look at your phone anyway. Don't tell me you weren't. You were going to be on your phone at the lake. So just answer those. Um, mm-hmm. but, but all of those are the same. And, and the, the lube guy, it's just like we, we've automated two things that have made a, a big impact. One of them is as soon as the next morning after you come in for service, you get an automated, it sounds real, a ringless voicemail that says, Josh, saw you came in yesterday, took care of your car. I didn't get a chance to say hi, but thanks for coming in. If you have any questions, just call me right back. And, and people- At this them. number that yeah, yeah. I'm texting at, you from. At the, the one I just sent you from, right. the voicemail. The one that a human would use, yeah. Yeah, and then that one and their Google reviews. It's a simple little, and that one's completely automated. Saw so you came in. How did you like your experience? One through 10. If it's high, here's a link to Google reviews. And they are this front of every search term. Their, their location pop, pops up and their SEO pops up so, because of all the Google and, reviews. And I don't know, I mean, but their average sale has got to be fairly low. It's under $100, right? I mean, they're not talking about. So it's roughly about the same as what a massage or chiropractic office would charge, like somewhere between 50 and 100. Yep. Um, and what were you able to do for them? I mean, you're seeing like, so you're getting some SEO help. That's it's yeah, juicing SEO that. Help. You're getting a lot of reviews, which juice everything. You're getting a lot yep. of social proof from that. But how about the hard lines? Like, did you see, can he measure a difference in sales after doing those two? Yeah, because now we've got all these people seeing the text messages. Yeah. Now, Tuesday is the slowest day at the oil change shop. Tuesday morning, he, get, he I automated, but he just goes on. He can text Tuesday morning says, I've got three open spots for oil changes. I wanted to give a special deal to my existing customers first. Text me back if you want a spot. And he fills up his Tuesdays. It's literally money he didn't have this morning. Customers so he's already open five to six days a week, right? Maybe seven, I don't know. But six so it's got to be six days a week? Yep. Yeah, because you're in Utah. So the exactly. LDS day. <laughs> We're close uh, Sunday. Yep. But either way, so that's, I don't know. So five would be 20%. So he's looking at a 15% gain by filling up one more day of the week. Yep. Then it was a slow day. He had to pay people to be there. He's got to be open and ready. Yeah. But those oil changes, they're, they're quick. 
And if you say you're an existing customer, offered it to you first, I feel special. I feel exclusive. Right. I knew I needed to get it done anyway. Right. That's incredible. Yeah. Because it's like Southwest Airlines said, like you can never sell that seat once the plane's left the building, left the airport. Right. Right. And, and every service business is like that. If you, if you have three spots in the afternoon, four spots, five spots in the afternoon, whether you're dentist or chiropractor or massage or gym or anything where you're selling time, you filling those up is the difference between a barely making a day and a profitable day, you know, cause 60 to 80% of all your work is going to be just to pay the bills because payroll's high because you have people doing the work. So doing that is absolutely incredible. Uh, yep. So Ross, tell people where they can get a hold of you. They're like, Hey, I want to work with this guy because this is the system I want to work, work in. And then I'm going to ask you to qualify this. Yep. I know that you are, uh, what is this like? This is like watching uh, the UFC and seeing a guy, you know, submit a dude in like four and a half minutes. Uh, and then walking into your, they're going to feel like walking into their local jujitsu studio and like getting tapped out, like, <laughs> by some guy, pure white gi, like this day suck, right. you know? So give them your information and then let's kind of walk them through how to get to the Ross point. Gotcha. Good question. Um, so threestepmarketing.com, it's all spilled out or just email Ross at threestepmarketing.com. But if you and really care. T-H-R-E-E. Yeah, T-H-R-E-E. Okay. Yeah. I would much rather just get you to text me and there is no keyword. It's literally me. 801-800-8133. Repeat it one more time. 801-800-8133. Okay. So you can set up this whole system and you can walk them through the strategy of like, hey, how many ads do we want to run? When do we run a runner on? What's the message we want to send? Yep. But more than that, because there's a bunch of, if you weren't LDS, my man, I would be using colorful (laughs) language here. (laughs) Thank you. There's a bunch of, uh, what do you guys say? Dag Nabbit, uh, not so nice guys who will do the ad thing. That, that's a dime a dozen. It's that yeah. middle part that I think is really the, the recipe. So where could they start? Could you think of a halfway point between hiring you right. and where they are now that you're like, try this and this will, you'll realize how powerful this is and then you want to hire me. If you, uh, honestly, just whatever your lead flow is, number one, ask for phones. They're actually not that hard to get. Most people will give up their phone when they're asked for it. It's amazing. You'll, you'll think different. And then with those, just test. Just challenge you to take the 10 most recent phones that you get and shoot them a text. Buy a burner phone if you have to. Anything at all. Just find a way to text from a 10-digit phone. Just being human. And this can be after. Hey, how was your visit today? But really, it's beforehand. It's like, hey, I saw you have an appointment today. Are there any questions I should be prepared for before you show up? And they're like, oh my gosh, wow. that's yeah, I, so, there is. In a local office, local chiropractic office, if I know my new patients for this week, I got, you know, Ross on Wednesday and Ryan on Thursday and Jim on Saturday. You're saying before, two days before, call those people and go, or, or text them and say, hey, it's Dr. Smith from ABC Chiropractic. Uh, I just want to check before you, I see that you're coming in on Thursday. I just want to check and see if you have any burning questions. You want to make sure I answer when you come in. Yep. I want to okay. be prepared for you. All right. So if they're willing to do that, Ross, what do you think, what's your prediction in your, your, your incredible brain? That, <laughs> uh, I, I will easily say 70% of those people either on the phone or when they come in your office will give some sort of the 
sentence of no one's ever done that for me before. Either I can't believe that or I My was surprised with you. The doctor called me or texted me. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Thank you. Um, and I also promise you that the, as long as you're a fit for them and you offer a good service, promise you your sales cycle got cut in half. Interesting. It was going to be a, someone on the be back bus. Yeah. Think about it. Be back. That got cut off or they're just that much closer because now the no like and trust is built. It's like you did something no one else did. And it was along the lines of caring. Okay. Can, do you think I can pretty simply do that? Earlier in this conversation, we talked about those dead, the dead folks I haven't seen for a while yeah. to make a list of 20, 50 of them and just text them and say, just text them. I haven't seen in a while. This is Dr. Dr. Smith. Just want to check yeah. in and see how you're doing, Mr. Walker. Dude, if you, if you told me, and it hasn't been proven, this is shooting from the cuff, but I've done enough of these. I bet it would work. Yeah. You texted me and says, I was looking at your file the other day and had a thought. And then you tell me that thought about whatever I've come to see you with. Immediately in my head, all these things went, you cared about me. You remembered me. You looked at my file and you contacted me. My, my lawnmower guy doesn't think about me that much. And he sees my house once a week. Holy crap. Josh, what were you thinking? What did you find? You know, I will reply. All right. Yeah. So what, how many will they have to do before they have enough? Uh, so oh, if they, you do, do that, they do five, they're going to have two appointments at least. Okay. Do five of those. At least three to four are either going to respond as long as they're good yeah. numbers, five good numbers, you'll have two appointments. Right. Wow. And then they can take that money and hire you. Exactly. There Be you 25 go. a point. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, I mean, if you start, if you see that wheel turning, you realize how powerful this becomes. And you'll also realize how difficult it is to do off your personal phone manually. And yeah. you'll be like, dude, if I could 10 times this, this would be blow me away. If this so, happened without and, my thinking about it, holy yeah. smoke. Yeah. That'd be right. awesome. Man, that's awesome. Well, Ross, I don't want to take any more time. I could go on for hours with you, man. This is awesome. I really, awesome. truly appreciate it because I think what you, what you explained in this, uh, podcast is the missing link of all this, like fill up your office. Everybody wants a full office. Everybody wants to make sales, right? But there's this gap that nobody tells you how to solve and you just solved it for everybody. So there you go. Uh, once again, throw out your website, buddy, or, or what's the number you want them to text you at? 801-800-8133. And just make sure you mention the podcast. I give that number out a lot. So please do me the favor of giving me some context and saying, Oh, listen to Dr. Satterley. Okay. Yeah. I no. heard your silky smooth voice on the on Clinic Gym Radio. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> well, Ross, I really appreciate the time today and I hope you do get that gift that we're sending you because uh, this has been <laughs> worth you. 10 of those. On behalf of Ross Walker from 3-Step Marketing, this is Dr. Josh Satterley saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dream of. Thanks, Ross. You bet. Thank you. Thanks a lot for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information about me, about us, about our programs, then just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. You can check us out there. We've got our accelerator program and a few other programs that will help you get up and running as quickly as possible and making more money while providing excellent active therapy to your patients.